0: that's 800-753-8534, or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clegg Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is call tonight, 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. I think it's Friday already. Yeah, it's Friday. My gosh. And you know, it's, it's weird since we moved into our new place. We just moved across the way. It's a lot quieter now. And it's funny. Once things quiet down, you find yourself getting caught up in your own brain. You know, a busy mind all the time. I'm always thinking, well, what do I got to do to, you know... Because it's like I have this narration going through my head. Uh, somebody giving me co- commentary or I'm giving commentary on myself. And so I have to write stuff down. And, and uh, you know, it's not really a negative thing. But uh, it can be a problem when I want to relax. It's just, I just got to run over to the computer, write something down before I lose it, before I lose, you know, the idea. And uh, that's happened before. Or in the middle of the night, I think, oh, here's an idea. I don't want to lose it. So I go downstairs and... I type it out on the computer and I just let it sit there overnight. Hopefully it doesn't get erased because the cats climb up on the keyboard. But as we go about day to day, almost nothing feels as immediate as wholly our own as ourselves. We 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 should cherish ourselves. We should but I mean, you should always try to find yourself in there somewhere. Thinking and feeling, directing action, the little you inside of you managing the controls. Because you have this you know there is a little person in you, or they call it the steel, vo- still small voice, or the or the or the light of Christ, or whatever you want to call it. It's it's manages the controls for you, what you eat, how you feel, your morality. But if you take a closer look at the idea of, of the self as a person inside us, it's like what was said last night. The the spark. It's the spark that remains working after our body doesn't work anymore. Death. Okay, death is a concept that many of us cannot comprehend. It's not just the thought of having the body run its course. It's the idea of non-existence that has my brain going into turmoil. That happened to me a lot after I had my third cancer. I was constantly thinking about death, constantly thinking about being up in my head about it. But then you have to basically go towards faith, Right. There's always faith that tells us that the little you, the soul, the the Holy Spirit, the light, or whatever you want to call it, the, something has to tell you, look, it's going to happen. You're going to be fine. Life goes on and you go on too. But transhumanism, on the other hand, and the technologies that we've been exposed to are, well, they may be a way to keep the body animated in a post-human state. I know that sounds bizarre, doesn't it? To have your body animated after you die or having your brain animated after you die. Transhumanism has been discussed a lot. And it seems to be the agenda for our future. But no one even can think about the spooky nature of living a post-human existence. Let's talk about post-humanism. It's like, yeah, you hear about transhumanism, but what they're not talking to you about is the post-human existence, meaning you're no longer human you either died and have been resurrected into a computer or you've died and you got extra body parts sewn to you or you have cyborg or cybernetic stuff sewn to you or, uh, you know, it's just the idea of a post-human life. It's like you're a, a zombie, a walking zombie, but it, it's different. You don't want brains. You're not, you know, your, your, flesh isn't falling apart. They, they're, they're maintaining you like a wax dummy moving through or a surrogate moving through or whatever. And so, humanism is this concept originating in the fields of science fiction however it, it it's what becomes or what happens after transhumanism takes hold or even after death technology can revive you or can keep you living way beyond your first transition from death to post-human lifestyle it's like you die and then for some reason in a flash you hear you hear the bells ring and the buzzers go off and there you are you're back Posthumanism humanism marks a very careful, ongoing rethinking of the dominant humanist or anthropocentric account of who we are as human beings. I mean, in the light of post-humanist theory and culture, we, we in quotes, we are not who we once believed ourselves to be and neither are our others. This is why, you know, we're in the midst of, interchanging and trying to revamp and redo pronouns and he she they them we our I mean it, it's all part of the post-humanist acclimation process okay we are not who we once believed ourselves to be and neither are our others post-humanist criticism has certain things in common with anti-humanism It will be this reconception of what it means to be human. Many people have faith and they believe that when they die, they go to either heaven or hell, a concept that basically simplifies the final judgment. But what if you could be revived in a whole new way where it's discovered that the brain still sends signals for some time after the dying process? The post-human is roughly synonymous with a cyborg or even a zombie, but no, you just call it a a post-human being. So you go up to somebody and say, so when did you die? Well, I died on this date, but then they brought me back, and now I'm in a different state. I'm in a different body. I'm in a different, I'm in a computer now. I'm a computer program, and this is what I wanted to be. This is this my choice when I put on my DNR. Do not revive, but if you're going to save my consciousness, please put it in another body. Please put it in a cyborg body. Please put it in a computer. That's what post-humanism is. Not really human, but not not human. It's that middle point. It's uh like I said it's like you're a cyborg or you're a zombie. I mean if the methods if the methods don't include machine parts to keep the body alive, I, I think you're more or less you're more like a zombie than you are a cyborg, except you're not you know things aren't dripping off of you and you're not wanting to eat brains but when you look at the post humanism and how it broadens the scope of what it means to be valued or what your life is valued at or the valued life form is to be treated as such in contrast with other life forms being seen as less than and being taken advantage of or killed off see this is where we are now we are in this position and people in great in groups like uh what the great reset you know they're the ones that see that see people as that way hacked animals you we can be hacked like animals we can be changed like animals we can be chimeras we can be genetically altered and we can live a post-human experience a post-human existence whether it be cyborg or zombie that's your choice 503 225 or 866 you are listening to ground zero i'm Clyde lewis and we'll be back